Hi, and welcome, welcome, welcome to my podcast, Hello with Harrison Mutu. I'm so excited to have you listening today, and without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so full disclosure, originally this episode was supposed to be about the Grammys and how just like completely trash they are and how they always snub different artists for different things, but I had one of the craziest experiences of my life today and it, I, I just, I have to share. Um, side note, I think it's really crazy how the Grammys uh, operate it is very clear that it's rigged and based in who's going to, you know, get the networks and all this stuff, the most money and who's the most marketable for their brand, especially when it comes to family values and all that stupid shit that people care about. Um, I digress. Uh, so today I was catcalled by someone who works in my uh, complex and when I say cat called, I don't mean like, oh, how you doing? Like, it was so aggressive. You know what? Let me just get into it. So um, I woke up early this morning and usually like in the beginning of the week, that's when I like to get like a lot of my busy work done, like laundry and like cleaning and stuff like that. So I woke up early, um, you know, doing like all of my laundry, sheets and ta- whatever. Uh, so my last load is finishing and I, you know, go downstairs, I get it, I collect it and whatever. So I don't have a bag this time. So I'm just kind of like, you know, free ball in my fucking clothes and they're in my hands and I'm just like in the, I go into the elevator and I get in there and then one of the maintenance people, he loads into the elevator. Um, and so whatever, like that happens, there's a lot of work being done in my complex right now. So like there's always, and he works there. So like clearly he's going to be around. Um, now, mind you, I'm holding my laundry and like, I'm a gay man. So I have a lot of, um, I'll say fun underwear, funderwear, if you will. And so this man is like looking at it because it's just like, it's out there and you can see it. And so for me, I had, you know, I, I really didn't have any thoughts about it because it's just like, whatever, it's in the morning and this guy's looking at me and like, whatever, I guess we can interact and talk. Um, and so, you know, he just like, you know, is asking me very like simple questions, like how you do and you know, like the basic small talk back and forth, nothing too crazy. Um, and you know, he asked me my name or whatever. And he's like, Oh, COVID. And like, and this sounds like a long ass elevator ride. And I think in hindsight, like it was maybe like 30 seconds, but like, we just got a lot of, um, talking done, I guess. And so then, uh, I walk out of the elevator and not even two feet out of the elevator. He goes, Oh my God. Like, and I, you know, I'm not like, you know, saying it to its full potential because I'm, I am talking to a microphone. I'm not trying to like kill your ears. Um, but it's like he, it was very loud and I obviously noticed it and I was right in front of him. So I turned around to kind of like check on him. Cause again, I wasn't really looking into anything that was happening at the time. I just thought it was like a maintenance guy making small talk. So then, um, you know, he asked my name and he's like, oh, like, you know, what's your name? What's your name? And I tell him, cause I was like, what is like, what's going on? Um, and he asks me if I live alone. And that question for me, I was like, what? Like, why are you asking that? But like, whatever I'll answer. And I was like, no, like I don't. And he's like, Oh, word, word, word. Well, um, I get off work in 45 minutes and, you know, I'll come, you know, hit you up. Like, where do you, you know, what apartment do you live in? And for me, I was just kind of like, uh, I don't really know if this is safe or not, but like, okay, like whatever. And also like, you know, my apartment is right next to the elevator. So I was like, I live right here. It was, I don't know. It, it, I didn't really feel like, threatened in any way um 
And so I go back to my apartment. He's like, you know, I'll see you later, whatever. Elevator closes. I go to my apartment and I'm putting my clothes away. So I want to say like at most 30 minutes later, I get, uh, I get, hello. There is a ring at the doorbell. And (laughs) I go to it because I'm not expecting anyone. And I look and it's this guy and he is like, nervously standing on the other side of the door and like I immediately have this feeling in my stomach of like what the fuck like what is going on like what I open the door this dude steps to me like we have been married for years like the level of comfort this man felt in my space was astounding to me so he steps to me and he extends his hand for a handshake it's literally a pandemic and like you're a stranger so i don't know what's happening and my stupid ass of course extends my hand as well because it's like the little polite bitch in me and I literally cannot believe this fucking happened. So then, you know, he's like, oh, you know, I didn't want to scare you or anything, but, you know, I wanted to holler at you. You know, I really, I like what I see, you know, those shorts. And, and you know, for context, I was wearing, um, I was wearing like basically pajamas. Like I was wearing a cutoff t-shirt, like the sleeves were cut off and I was wearing like athletic running shorts that are basically just like booty shorts. So as he's saying this to me, I... It's as if, though, the last, like, 40 minutes of my life, like, flashed before my eyes. Because I then realized that in the moment that he was, like, yelling, oh, my God, that was in response to my ass walking away from him. And, like, that for me, I don't, and again, like, I genuinely don't, I I don't feel unsafe by this person. Like, I'm not, like, in danger. So if you're listening, like, don't be like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, yes, I'm fine. But I think that, um... That realization put me in this, like, really weird fight or flight, like, sense of mind because it's just, like, I think for me, I haven't been hit on in person like that and I can't even tell you how long because, like, I'm someone who's, like, I'm not really ugly, but it's, like, I'm a pretty, like, average-looking person, so I don't really, like, get attention like that, which is whatever, you know, that's fine, but because I don't really get attention like that, I'm just, like, super not used to responding to it, and I don't really know what it means, or, like, I just, like, lose all capability of communication, um, and so when he was saying this to me, I was just, like, oh, I literally, like, I don't actually, like, I didn't really say anything, I was just kind of, like, ah, ha, 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 like, ha, 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 thanks, ha, 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 like, so fucking awkward, it's just, like, my ability to speak left, um, and so then he pulls out his phone, he's, like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna get your number, like, you need to give me your number, and that for me too, I was just like, there's something that is, there's something gradually more off-putting with everything you're saying, because it's just, like, I didn't feel like I was being flirted with. I feel like I was being flirted at. And like, that doesn't, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's like, that's just kind of how I felt. Like, I just felt like I was literally being attacked by this man's like horny energy. And so then I was sitting there and like, I looked at his, I could see his phone. Obviously he was so close to me and I could tell that he wasn't going to text me. He was going to call me. And that made me realize like, oh, I have to give you my real number right now. Because like, if I give you a fake one and you dial it and my phone doesn't light up, that'll be hella awkward. My phone was also in my hand. So like he saw it. So it's not even like he, you know, it's not even like he wouldn't know that I gave him the wrong number. He would absolutely know. So I give him my number and I'm just like trying to like move the conversation on so that way it's not a big deal. And 
<laughs> this fucking man, he is like, all right, you know, I'll hit you up later, you know, you know, we can talk later. As he is staring directly at my penis, like he is sizing me up in a way that like I felt like I was literally being sold for auction. Like I just, I don't know. It was just so like, it was so aggressive as he's walking away that I just like immediately felt really sick and I closed the door and I locked it and whatever. I had my little freak out because I was like, what the fuck is going on? But it really got me thinking about like catcalling is so normal for people like and it's especially normal like for women and like I would I really and like this is like so like whatever because like I am a guy talking about this but I realized that like if I felt this way as a 6'2 black dude who, like, is completely capable of defending himself, I can only imagine how, like, small, like, petite women feel, like, on the street, like, just being yelled at by these random strangers. Because in that moment, like, that I was experiencing, I realized that this man had absolutely no regard for my personal um, feelings and safety and, like, emotional safety. And I think that's what, like, really kind of triggered me because I was just, like... I was like, I th- it, it was weird because it was clear that this man meant what he was doing as a compliment. And for me, I was just like, this isn't flattering to me. Like, I'm scared of you. And my body language is like showing that I'm like awkward. Like the fact that you feel the need to say like, oh, I don't want to scare you. Like your approach shouldn't be scary. And it just has me thinking like, it's so normal for men to just kind of like completely invade and disrespect others uh, spaces. And I don't really know where that comes from, but it's like, we gotta like us as boys, like we have to do better. And of course there's like a lot of things where it's like, you're unaware and you could be making somebody uncomfortable and like not even know. And like, again, like this guy could really be a nice dude. Like he could be such a good person um, and I wouldn't know because his approach was just so not what I needed. It was just so, um, honestly inappropriate, especially because it's like, you work here, you know where I live. And it's like, you are being so invasive to me. And it's like, what gives you the right to do that? Like, why are you so comfortable doing something like that? And then I think back to all of my, you know, female friends who or female identifying friends who deal with this shit all the time. And it's like, how is that so normal? Like, it, it's uh, and it, it feeds into this culture of like we teach people how to handle others' bad behavior, but we don't really teach people to not like do that bad behavior, because like I don't understand why we have to give you know anybody a bunch of tips on how to not be assaulted like a walking home. It's like shouldn't we be giving people tips on how to not assault others? Like, and maybe that's too simple of a um that might be too simple of like an issue and like a too simple of a fix. And like, I guess there's more nuanced problems, but it's like, it it feels pretty straightforward to me. It's like, don't make sure that people understand what assault is and make sure that people understand how to not, you know, how to not assault others. Because I think, you know, there's a lot of those situations where someone's accidentally making somebody uncomfortable and they have no idea because they haven't really been taught what actual assault or harassment is. Um, And I don't know, it's just like, it's just so fucked up. And like today I was like genuinely really upset about it because I was just like, this guy completely decided that I should not have a say in how this interaction goes and that he needs to be such an aggressor. Like I'm going to be turned on by that. And it's like, 
I don't know like what kind of sadomasochist is into that sort of energy, but it's like, it's not me. And instead of assuming that I'm into that, you should probably like talk to me like a person and not follow me to my apartment. And then, you know, tell me that I look good in my shorts because I'm filling them out. Like to just be reduced to something like that was just so problematic for me. And again, like, I'm not some, you know, pitiful little Bambi in the woods. Like, I'm a sturdy dude. And even in that moment, I literally, like, could not have felt more out of control and unsafe. And I think that's, like, a bigger conversation. It's, like, it doesn't really matter what your intentions are with somebody. It matters, like, how you are making them feel. And it's, like, even if your intention is to flatter someone and make them feel good and give them, you know, you know, boost their ego, you could easily be making somebody feel scared and unsafe in their own skin. And it's like, I think, I think a lot of people assume that that's going to, you know, they're gonna, like, someone's going to be so um, into the fact that like you are really tracking them down and hitting on them. But it's like, for people like me, um, I see it as you are tracking me down and I am literally terrified. <laughs> like it's, it's so, it's so scary. And he, he he literally he texted me afterwards, like after he called me to make sure my number was real. He then left and like not even five minutes later, he texts me and he's like, oh, Harrison, you look really good in those shorts. And it's just like, uh, OK, like at this point, I'd rather you just say you want to fuck me than try to make it seem like anything else. Like I really instead of just like alluding to it, just say like, hey, let's fuck. And then I could, you know, say no to you. But it's just like. This whole thing of, like, you continuously saying the same compliment, like, oh, yeah, these shorts, ooh, these shorts. It's like, I'll vomit. I'll vomit all over you. Try me. Like, I just, I don't know. It was truly, like, one of the most out-of-body experiences I've had in such a long time. And then, get this, I post this story on TikTok, and a lot of the responses are like, oh my god, like, was he cute? And for me, I'm like, it actually, like, doesn't matter if he's cute. Like, it doesn't, it does not matter if this person is attractive, because we shouldn't accept behavior based on how somebody looks. If you're being fucking creepy, you're being creepy, regardless if I want you inside of me or not. You know what I mean? Like, I just think... (laughs) I don't know. I could just be like being an old fashioned like grandpa about it, but I just like really do feel like we need to we need to escape this idea that if you're cute, you can just like do whatever you want because it's still problematic. Like there are key things that he did that were problematic, regardless if I was like into him because him staring at me and like catcalling me out loud and yelling like that hands down inappropriate him finding out like him making sure that he knows where i live and coming to my apartment as someone who works for the apartment building and getting my number and telling me he wants basically saying he wants to fuck me without saying it inappropriate now if i was into it maybe i would have sex with him but i would still be like "Uh, this is like weird and like (laughs) i don't know it's just like i don't really understand why there's a i don't understand the question oh was he cute i don't get it because it's like if I don't if I'm not saying that I'm into it and I'm excited that question shouldn't be asked because it honestly isn't relevant it doesn't matter what he looks like it matters that I'm uncomfortable and that's how it is for a lot of other people like I really wish it was framed in their mind it doesn't matter how attracted to you you think someone is going to be it matters how your presence is making them feel if you're trying to you know push up on them and make them feel some type of way and they're reciprocating then by all means go off queen get your nut eye support you i celebrate you getting yours 
But the minute you make it into a situation where you're trying to make someone feel like they should be grateful for this attention you're giving them, it sets up this dynamic where the other person feels, I mean, and this is in my opinion, they feel crazy because it's just like, it's, I don't know, it's like there's a level of agency that you are taking away from the other person when you are treating them like they should be grateful for that level of attention. It's like you should always approach a situation. Honestly, I I approach people assuming I'm going to be rejected. And that's just because, like, I feel like an ugly piece of shit all the time. And, like, that's not even a boohoo thing. It's just, like, uh, insecurity suck because, like, when you're black uh, when you're black and, like, not skinny and you're a gay man, it's just, like, really fucking hard out here. Um, but it's just, like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's like I go into situations assuming I'm going to be rejected. So that way it's just like if I am trying to ask someone on a date and they're not into it, I'll be like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I, I figured. And then it's just like it's that. That's that and it's not an issue. But it's like if you are walking up to someone and like, oh, hey, baby, like, yeah, you look good in those shorts. Yeah, like, let's fuck. Ew. <laughs> Like, you're literally a tool, and you have to find a different way. It's unacceptable. And, like, I don't know. It's, like, I, I think also, like, um, to give, like, a little more context, like, with my personal story with it, it's, like, this guy was a black guy, so I immediately felt, like, a little more safe with him, which is a whole nuanced thing for another episode. But it's, like, I immediately, like, didn't really think there was any sort of threat there, so that's why I was so willing to just be open and communicative, because I was, like, oh, whatever. And this dude took advantage of it. And like people take advantage of this shit all the time. It's like, that's not a, that's a, that's a very common thing for someone to, you know, you give them an inch and they take like 10 fucking miles. And it's like, bro, I said, hello. Like for me, there was nothing that warranted you coming to my house. Like, I don't know why you're here. Like me opening the door. I was just like, why are you here right now? Like you're at work. You're on the clock telling me you want to fuck me in these like neon green shorts. Do you realize how crazy you look? That's literally crazy. And so I just think in general, we really need to do a much better job at um, respecting boundaries, I guess, is like the main issue. Like we just really need to make sure that boundaries are being respected amongst each other because um, especially in 2021 and how many like, you know, with the Me Too movement and how much how much visibility there is for these sort of problems. It's like, of course, there's a learning curve because we are catching up and making sure that we are being respectful. But it's like we got to do a little bit better and work a little bit harder to not keep reverting back to these other things. Because like catcalling should be abolished, period. Like that's weird. It's weird that you would just like yell at me about how attracted you are to me. You know, it's like keep that to yourself. That's not hot. Unless we're together and you're, you're like yelling like, damn, I think you're hot. Now that is another fucking story. Then we can get it on a pop in and like that's, you know, whatever. But it's just like if you're a stranger, how about you keep that thought to yourself until we're in like a setting where you're speaking to me respectfully. You know, lead with respect. Only disrespect me if I ask for it. I guess <laughs> that's the T. Only disrespect me if I ask to be disrespected. In any other context, you better treat me like I'm your fucking parent when it comes to respect, bitch. I don't want to hear it. I don't want you looking at me crazy. I don't want you talking to me crazy. Uh-uh. It is a no for me, darling. But, you know, um, that's honestly really, like, all I had to say about this. Um, 
I just think that at the end of the day, we need to make sure that we're doing a much better job at respecting boundaries and understanding that like treating people with respect off rip is really the best way to go because then you can get into the different ways of communication and honestly, you're more likely to get what you want out of a situation because you're being respectful and allowing the other person to, it's a, it's a collaboration instead of it like just you doing the whole project. Like it's both of you communicating and making sure that you are both, um, that you are both engaging in this equally and you both are equal partners in it. Um, and you know, now it is, uh, literally two 30 in the morning and I want to eat some leftover mac and cheese. So, uh, thank you for listening and I bid you farewell. Bye everyone.